This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Welcome back to another episode on the Living in Fierce Alignment channel. I'm really excited about this episode because this episode is literally the start of a new era in my coaching and just what I'm offering for coaching because it's something that I'm really, really freaking excited about. And so today I'm going to be talking about human design. And this is another tool that I'm adding to my tool belt as a coach. And I know that over the almost 200 episodes now that I have on this channel, you've probably heard me talk about a ton of different things, like different modalities of coaching that I use, hypnosis, NLP techniques, energy, healing, Reiki, things like law of attraction, manifestation. Like I talk about all of these things and this is my next new thing that I really love because I find it absolutely fascinating. And so the intention of this episode is to explain to you what human design is in really simple terms. And as we go on, there's going to be episodes more on human design, specifically on the different types the different centers, profiles, like all the things about human design. And so I'm really looking forward to diving in and just giving you a more clear picture because I've started sharing about this on Instagram. And this is something that's really, really, for lack of a better word, it's really trendy right now in the online space because human design is something that is so unique to each specific person. It's not a one size fits all, which I think is really beautiful. And so I'm really excited to talk about this with you. So I'm going to share the history of human design so that you get a background and just sense of how this was created, what the different aspects of it means, and then I'll get into the nitty gritty of the different types and whatnot. So human design was discovered by Ra Uraru in 1987 and the story is that he went into meditation for several days that allowed him to connect with what he called the voice and this voice essentially delivered the entire system of human design and all of its little bits and pieces and intricacies to him in which he spent the rest of his life teaching to the world and i believe he passed away in 2011 so it's been about a decade now And so I just want to let you know that going into human design, this is literally like learning a new language. And what I notice online is that there's a lot of information, but if you don't know what you're looking for, people usually just quit and they're like, I'm not getting into this. So I just want to be transparent. That also might just paint a picture for you that is complicated. But the thing is, it's really fascinating at the same time. So if you don't know what I'm talking about and you want to see your body chart, so this is something that human design is, you know, expressed through is a a body chart, is you can go to Google and type in human design chart and you can get your chart for free. When you look at your chart, if you have no idea what this is, you're probably going to be overwhelmed and I want you to know that that is okay and that I will continue to share things on my podcast channel about 
the different aspects of the chart so that you can understand it. I'm also going to be sharing more on Instagram as well. So what you need to get your chart is your birthday, your birth location, and your birth time. Some people don't know their time. So what you can do is, and I really love this because one of the things with human design is that it's very intuitive and it is science-based too. I'm going to dive into this in a second, but it's intuitive in the sense that if you don't know your specific birth time, what I would recommend doing is if you've ever used a pendulum or you could even use a necklace, like you just need something that will drip down from a small chain or a string and you can ask the pendulum questions, things like, ask to show me a yes and then a no so that you can see the direction that it spins and then you can ask was i born before or after noon and then it's either going to spin left or right to answer your yes or no depending on the direction that it spun when you asked for yes or no and then you can just continue to inch down to the hour and then within the half an hour within the couple minutes and just really trust that time I just gave a very quick debrief on how you can do this, but another thing I'd recommend is actually literally Googling how to use a pendulum, and that can help you find your birth time. So this was taught to me by Eden. She is a human design coach and business mentor. I'm actually doing a nine-month program through her right now to learn all about human design. So there's three levels. First, we learn about human design, the charts and everything, and then we dive into the business aspect, and then abundance money and gene keys which i'm excited to learn about that so that's a little background this is what got me into it and so i just wanted to let you know where to find your chart your birth time location and birthplace and then also if you don't understand your chart just trust the process of listening to the episodes going on instagram and just seeing what i post because i'm going to continue to share more about it So human design specifically involves astrology, which is the study of the stars, moon, sun, and planets. The I Ching, which is an ancient Chinese divination text. The Kabbalah tree, also known as the tree of life, which reads patterns and processes of evolution. And the chakra system, which is a network of energy channels. So these are all the bits and pieces that come together to form human design. It also involves scientific principles such as neuroscience, so the study of the nervous system, biochemistry, which obviously is the study of chemical processes within and related to living organisms, and then quantum mechanics, which speaks about atoms and subatomical particles. So right there, it's a lot. Human design has a lot of moving pieces. But I love it because I mentioned earlier that it's intuitive, but also I just give examples of it being science-based as well. And I like to say that you can't argue science. So when science and spirituality come together, this is like my favorite freaking thing ever because it's just, it's all the things. It's all the good things. So in simple terms, human design gives you a blueprint on how you were energetically imprinted when you were born into the world and therefore shows you how to be and live in alignment with your unique self. So understanding your human design and how the system works will allow you to contrast and understand how and why you're experiencing life 
the way that you are and how you can shift yourself energetically to live your life in alignment with more ease and flow. So having the understanding of yourself will help you recognize when you've been conditioned and what your shadows are so that you can discover where you're holding yourself back and be able to shift yourself energetically and become connected with your intuition so that you can live your life as you were uniquely designed to do so. So I'm going to dive in a little bit more specifically to the different types and authorities and whatnot just to give you a bigger picture. At this point, you might have already looked up your chart or you might already know what your type is and your authority and whatnot, but I'm going to dive into that. So basically, there's five different types of human designs. We have generators, manifesting generators, manifestors, projectors, and reflectors. So in that order, that is how common they are. So let's say the generators and manifesting generators make up of about 70% of the population. And then we come down into manifestors, projectors, and also reflectors. Reflectors only make up like 1% of the population. So there's not very many reflectors. And manifesting generators and generators are meant to be the action takers in the world. Manifestors specifically initiate what is meant to happen and guide others projectors have this beautiful way of really mastering systems in life and just are really great at having this bird's eye view on how to optimally do things in life and then we have reflectors who are these incredible little unicorn creatures i i love i love it so much reflectors they basically mirror back the energy to the world and to the collective on how to best optimize things in life and how to be and have, you know, your optimal self. And so, for example, one of my really good friends is a reflector and she is so passionate and so amazing at things to do with health and just the collective and sustainability and making an impact with the planet. And so I can just see how she reflects this this need and this importance of, bringing that sustainability and creation to the world so i love human design because each type has their different impact that they make and i'm going to dive more specifically into them as we go on on this podcast channel but i just wanted to give you a quick little overview so each type each per each type human design body graph if you look at your chart you're going to see a body graph and there's nine different centers so these centers are related to but not strictly related to the chakra system so in the chakra system there's seven centers and then in the human design body graph there's nine centers so each center can be defined or undefined and when the center is defined on the chart you'll see that it's colored in so what this means is that there is a consistency in the way that that person will experience that energy within that center and each center the energy is represented differently. For example, you know, we have the head at the top, we have the ajna, we have the throat, which is naturally in the throat. The G center is in the chest. We have the ego, which is a small little triangle, also known as a heart center on the far right-hand side. Under that, we have on the right-hand side, the emotional center or solar plexus. At the bottom, there's the root center. 
Above the root center is the sacral, and then on the left-hand side of the chart is the splenic center. So each center has their own impact that they make energetically. So when the centers are defined, what that means is that there's a consistency in the way that that person experiences that energy. And when they're undefined, that means that that person will experience what they call in human design terms, which I don't really like the word, is an inconsistency in that energy. I like to say that there's a more fluid experience of that energy from that center. So for example, on my chart, I have my sacral and my G center defined. Everything else is undefined. So that means that I have inconsistent energy in those different centers. And what happens is the people who have those energy centers defined, they impact me and I receive their energy. And then I also get to be able to play with it and reflect it back to them. So for example, just to give you an idea, you can have a minimum of no centers defined, which is a reflector. So that's why they reflect back the energy to others in the world. You can have a minimum of two centers to all nine centers defined. So having myself, I'm a generator 6-2, having my sacral and my G-center defined, that means that I have a lot of openness. So when you get to understand the different centers and the energy that's available in those centers, then you can, you can understand how to play with this energy and understand where you've been conditioned and discover an aligned way to either share that energy or receive it in your life. So each of the types, they have their own authority and strategy. So I'm going to talk about strategy first. So the strategy is what allows you to live your life in alignment because when you are taking action based on your strategy, what happens is you're going to take action that is aligned for you. Therefore, it will lead you into experiencing what we call your signature. So your signature is like the telltale telltale sign of yes, this feels good. This is aligned for me. This is working. This is awesome and so on. So the strategies for generators are to wait to respond. So what that means is me being a generator, the way that I operate is I will wait for opportunities to present themselves and then I will use my sacral because that's my authority. We'll dive into authorities in a second to respond to that opportunity with a yes or a no. Like yes, this lights me up or no, it doesn't. And it's a gut feeling for me. So the funny thing is, Human design is so great because it has nothing to do with the mind in the sense that usually we make a lot of decisions logically. Even if we don't like it, even though it's something that doesn't light us up, we just do it because we think we should. Human design is really about deconditioning this old way of being in life and it gives you your own permission slip because you, everyone based off their type will have their own strategy, authority and signature to live by so that you get to live your life uniquely to how your energy is expressed and received. So, for example, I'm going to go on so many tangents, so I hope you're still with me. You might need to listen to this episode a few times. Generators. I am a sacral generator, so my strategy is to wait to respond. So opportunities present, present themselves, and I will 
either respond to that with a yes or no. And that's how I make decisions in my life. Manifesting generators, they are meant to initiate, inform, and also respond. So they're a hybrid of manifestors and generators. So what that means is that they're going to have a similar strategy to a generator who will be presented opportunities and they'll respond to what lights them up. And then they're also going to have the ability to initiate and also inform. So there, there isn't, they have the mix between waiting and then taking action without having to necessarily respond to something. Manifestors specifically are meant to initiate and inform. They are the only type that doesn't have to wait for something to respond to. They're meant to literally inform and say, this is what's happening, this is what I'm doing, and also initiate by starting things. And then when they inform, that means that they will get those around them to support them to continue the projects or whatever it is that they are working on. The next one is projectors. So projectors are meant to wait for the invitation. So what that means, like I mentioned earlier, projectors are the type that are like just absolutely brilliant the way that they can see things like the bird's eye view. They see how things are meant to work and they are one to share their knowledge and their advice. And the thing is, they're so powerful because what happens is if you've ever been in a situation where somebody offers you unsolicited advice and maybe you know they're right, but you weren't ready to hear that, it's not going to be a very well-received interaction, right? So the reason why projectors, their strategy is to wait for the invitation is because they have this wisdom, they have this knowledge. And so when they're invited to share, that means that it's going to be received and then something is going to be created from that. And both people in the situation, for example, are going to win. So their strategy is to wait for the invitation. Reflectors are, okay, here's another fun thing about reflectors. Reflectors, their strategy is to, quote, wait a full lunar cycle, which is typically 28 days, because like the moon, which reflects the sun, they're meant to take their time and really play with how they experience their own energy cycles before they commit to making decisions in life. So this is a this is something that there's sometimes there's stigma around the four types where you know we were meant to wait to respond or wait to be invited or wait 28 days to make a decision. The thing is, it doesn't have to be a quote bad thing, and that doesn't mean just waiting around for something to present itself to respond to, right? What it means is that it's just really giving you the time to tap into your energy, so I'm specifically now speaking about reflectors, to tap into your energy and really see and feel what is meant to be. So because reflectors are so open, they're really sensitive to their environment and the way that they make decisions. And so it's it's really beautiful when a, when a reflector is in alignment, they will know what's best for them. They're going to know their boundaries and they're just going to have this very deep wisdom and inner knowing to share so you don't necessarily have to wait 28 days to make a decision but if you're someone let's say you're someone who menstruates if you track your cycle and you notice 
your energy flows within your cycle, you'll know the days you're going to have more energy to do things or the days that you need to back off. Or you might notice within, you know, like the seasons of the year, like you're going to notice certain months where you have more energy to do things and other months where you're meant to rest and recover and so on. So they're really meant to just have that time to play with that energy so that they can show up to their best and be able to reflect that back to the collective. So that's a little bit on strategies. I also shared quite a bit about the types and then also the centers, defined versus undefined. So as you can tell, there's obviously a lot to learn about human design, but I just wanted to share a couple things. So if you know your information to look up your chart, I'm going to recommend you doing that. And I think the next thing for you to do is just to look at your strategy and see how you can implement your strategy in your life and see how that shifts things for you energetically. And I promise you that I'm going to definitely record more podcast episodes, but I just wanted to give a really quick overview of the history of human design, how it came into my life, the different types, the strategies, the energy centers, and I'm, I'll be sharing so much more, but I'm just really excited about this work and learning it and mastering it. I started my program in March, and it's going until November, and there's just so much information to consume and share, but I really believe in this work because for me, this is what I've heard when it comes to human design. Like I mentioned earlier, some people have looked into it and then they've turned the other way because they felt like it was really freaking overwhelming because when you look at the chart and you have no idea what you're looking at, it's like, what's the point of this, right? But when you start to get the little pieces like I shared today and you look at your chart, you start to understand and then you can relate to your human design or not. And for me, there's been so many times where the more I learned about human design, the more that I feel so deeply seen and heard for who I am, how I show up why I get frustrated or why I feel like I'm stagnant in certain areas of my life like it just it gives me my own unique answers rather than just receiving advice or opinions from other people who have been through similar situations because ultimately even if somebody's lived through similar things that you have or you know they're also an entrepreneur or they have experience in relationships or they've made a lot of money and they know how to do it it's never really going to be the same for another human being like we really do uniquely each live our own lives and we're on our own journeys so it's just really important to understand and embrace your uniqueness and and energy is so underrated because it's not something that we can physically see it's something that we feel and as human beings we're so taught to take the hard facts of seeing things like having things be tangible and when we can't see things and it's out of sight out of mind right so this is why i think human design is such a powerful tool because it's a different way of seeing yourself it's not the end all be all it's it's a tool like i said and for me it's made a huge difference and when i brought this into my coaching realm and used it with clients it's really helped them understand themselves better as well So I hope that you enjoyed this episode, this little snippet of human design. It shared a couple things. might have been overwhelming to listen to if you've never heard about human design. But as we continue on on the channel, Living in Fierce Alignment, you will continue to learn more. And if you want to learn more like now, then I'd recommend 
if you hop onto my Instagram, I've been sharing about human design on there. And uh, just keep keep listening on the podcast because I'll have some more episodes for you. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you learned a thing or two. And if you listen to this, please share it on social media. You can tag me at Kayla G on Instagram. If you haven't yet followed the channel or subscribed, please do that. And if you can leave a like and review, that'll help me get this work out into the world. So I just want to thank you so much for being such a loyal listener. And I'm really excited to continue this human design journey with you. Thank you.